What's going on, guys? Matt Wyke, Wyke Fitness. Thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast episode. So today's topic actually stems from an article that I saw online of how many people actually hate their jobs. Now, at the time of writing this, uh, I put some stuff up on social media, like my Instagram story, just talking about, uh, you know, if you don't like your job, why are you actually there? It's it's Friday. This is when I'm actually recording. And I see so many people doing the TGIF thing. You know, thank God it's Friday or thank goodness it's Friday, whatever you want to say. And And for me, I feel bad for the people who live for the weekend. I mean, I get it. You get to unwind. You get to relax a little bit. But if you really hate your job, why why do you do it every day? I mean, you spend the majority of your of your life working for a certain company or a certain position or in a certain industry, career, whatever you want to call it. If you don't like it, then then why don't you just change? So, you know, if you're an employer, I feel it's your responsibility to do everything possible to keep good employees. I worked for a company who, quite frankly, let amazing people go. I've, you know, worked for that same company where I saw good people leave because of how the company treated them. So I want to talk about five different ways that you as an employer, as a boss, as an entrepreneur, can help improve your overall employee retention. So I wrote down five things that I thought of just right off the top of my head. I wrote them down. So if you see me looking off off you know camera a little bit, I'm just seeing what you know the next topic is that I was going to talk about. So the first thing is to pay your employees well. Now look, I know there's a whole debate of you know, minimum wage wants to go to $15, then all of a sudden it wants to go to $20 and, and, and all of this stuff. Listen, if I roll up to McDonald's or I roll up to Wendy's or I roll up to a restaurant, okay? If I order food and you can't prepare it correctly based off of what is written down, you should not get paid more money. It's an entry position, an entry level job that really doesn't need many skill sets. Now, I don't want to come off sounding, you know, rude or like a jerk, but that's the fact of life. You're you're not a CPG strategist. You're not going deep in the trenches. You're not a business owner. You're not a uh, accountant, a lawyer, a doctor. We're talking about completely different ends of the spectrum with you know skill sets and education level. So I don't think it's fair for a lot of these people to be complaining about what they're making. However, if you meet the job requirements, you have the qualifications, you have the experience. Maybe you have the, the actual degree in whatever you're trying to go for. Then I absolutely believe you need to be paid for, for you know all that you bring to the table. So I've seen so many people, and, and I'll even throw myself in there. 
when I worked for a supplement company, I know I wasn't paid what I was worth. And that was my fault. I was young. You know, I just got out of college. Uh, yes, I had some experience in the industry, but at the end of the day, they were like, hey, look, this is what we have to offer you. Take it or leave it. And I took it because it's an opportunity that I didn't want to pass by. So I can't blame anyone other than myself. But with that being said, as the years went on and you get these 1%, 2%, 3%, you know, cost of living raises, at the end of the day, that's really peanuts in the grand scheme of things. So I believe that businesses should take a good hard look at their employees, figure out what the national average is for whatever job it is, and start making adjustments to salaries. If if you're a marketing specialist and they're supposed to make, I'm just throwing a number out there. Don't, you know, don't think that this is how much they're making, but let's just say they're, they're making $70,000 a year. You have industry experience. You have a degree in marketing. You bring a lot to the table. You're offered dollars $50,000 at a business. Let's say you accept it. So, you're right around $20,000 below what that national average would be. If you're fine with that, cool. But if you're the business owner or you're the boss, the director, you know, the president, whatever, how long do you think that person's going to stay there if they know their, their true value at another company is $70,000? If you think for one minute, that they're not going to jump ship for an extra $20,000 somewhere else, you're absolutely bonkers. So start off by paying your employees what they're worth. And from there, give them advancements based off of performance. If they grew your business X percent, maybe they get a bonus. Maybe they get a raise. But... To start somebody off lower because you're trying to take advantage of them by saying, hey, we have this great opportunity, but this is all we can give you, I don't think that's the best way to go. So the second thing is allow for growth within the company. Now, there are ceilings for some companies. It's just the way that they're structured. Um, Some companies, there's such longevity in you know the C-suite employees or or executives that you know if you want to go from a director to a VP to a president to a CEO it's very difficult because you have somebody who could quite frankly spend the next 20 years of their career in that position so to think that there's going to be advancement is just not the case Now, let's say you're in sales. Maybe you're a regional sales manager, okay? 
maybe you try and move up to a regional director. Or you go from a regional director to a national sales manager. From their director, maybe vice president of sales, president of sales, whatever the case may be. If your business is structured in such a way that an employee is capped, that they're handcuffed and there's no advancement for them, they're really not going to go anywhere with their career. Now, that's not to say that if you're a CEO, you just don't want to, you know, you want to stay a CEO for the rest of your career. Perfectly fine. You know, great position. Probably pays very well. But if you're a sales rep and you want to get to a regional status, to a national status, there has to be a structure put in place to get to that next level for that business. So you want to look at your business and say, hey, how can I prune the person under me to take my position so that without a doubt, my old position will be covered, which would allow me for advancement in the company. Good leaders create good leaders. So for instance, I was a regional manager back when I worked for a supplement company. There really was no national outside sales manager. There was an inside before his job was eliminated. But there was really no room for growth. My boss, who was the director of sales and distribution... He wasn't going anywhere. I mean, he's he's in his 40s and, you know, he's looking to finish out his career. Now, was he pruning people to take his position? At first, I believe he was. But then the business started changing, the company started changing, and he wanted to just hold on to a position because he needed that money. So he stopped leading the group because he was in protection mode self-preservation within that business. He didn't want to get let go, get fired for not producing, whatever the case may be. So he closed off everything about me. Me, 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 me. I did this. I did this. And if somebody was at fault, he did that. He did that. He did that. If you want to have people move forward in their career with your business Have that loyalty towards your brand and your company. You have to advance them in their career. If they're showing that they're capable of going to that next level, you have to prune them and train them to move ahead. Just make sure you have somebody that's below them who's stepping up their game to take their position. So the third tip that I have for improving employee retention is to recognize your employees' accomplishments. Now look, I don't need a high five. I don't need a handshake. I don't need a pat on the back or a pat on the bum to get me motivated. However, 
you also want to feel appreciated by your company. This is an area that I felt previously, and not just with my past employer, but even before that, nobody really cared about you. You could go out and have a gigantic win, get a huge contract. People say, oh, hey, cool, good work. But it was one of those, what else are you going to say in the situation? It wasn't a sincere and thankful response to what happened. So, you know, tell your employees, hey, man, you killed it this week. Good work. You know, I'm so proud to have you on our team. You're such an asset to this company. I just wanted to let you know that because, frankly, you're killing it. Something like that will go a long way. It's going to make that person feel like you actually appreciate them and you're acknowledging their hard work. Now, I'm not saying that this has to be done all the time. You know, you kind of have to pick and choose because after a while, if you're constantly doing the same thing, giving them praise, you know, they're going to start to get a big head. They might start to get complacent because they're like, hey, man, I'm, I'm killing it. Look, everybody says I'm doing a great job. Hey, maybe I'm just going to slack off a little bit, you know, enjoy all of the accolades I'm getting. And then complacency starts to creep in. So, you know, find something big, a big win that your employee, you know, got. Big contract, big deal, uh, you know, whatever the case may be. And give them praise for that. The fourth thing that I want to talk about for improving employee retention is to have more flexibility. I get it. You have a nine to five job. You're responsible for everything between those hours. What happens if you have a kid and the kid is in school? You get a phone call at four o'clock. Hey, Matt, uh, you know, this is nurse's office at such and such school district. Just want to give you a heads up. Your son's not feeling too good uh, and he, he really needs to get picked up. What, what do you do? Do you have to now take a half day? Because most businesses, you're either taking a full day off or a half day off. You don't have comp time or, or flex time, you know, whatever you want to call it. What do you do? If you're that company and this is a good employee, keyword good employee, not somebody who's always trying to work the system. But if this is like a one-off, random, not repetitive, really never happens at all. And they come to you and say, hey, boss, I just got a phone call. My son's sick. He's got to get picked up. Can I bail a little early? When I get home, I'm going to be on email. I'm going to be making phone calls. You know, I'll take care of, you know, what I need to take care of, what I'm obligated to do. Uh, Can I just go pick up my kid? You need to be flexible. Yeah, man, go take care of that. Go take care of your kid. You know what? Just go home and take care of your kid. Don't worry about doing your emails. I know you'll make up the time and the work another time. Just go take care of your family. That is going to mean the world to your employee. Because so many times people are like, 
No, man. What, 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 do you, what do you mean you're going to leave early? You can't do that to us. We got a deadline. We got to do this. We got to go. We got to grind. Let's go. Nobody else is leaving early. Why are you leaving early? Again, I'm not saying to approve this to the same individual all the time. And be careful when all of a sudden these things are popping up. Because people will try to buck the system. Maybe they got to leave early or they got to come in late on a Monday. Or they have to leave early on a Friday. Sometimes that has nothing to do with business or with family or with what they're trying to say. They're just trying to work the system. So if you have the same person on a Friday afternoon saying, hey, I got to go take care of this. Maybe you need to pull back the reins a little bit on your flexibility. But if it's just a random, hey, I got to go take care of this. It's really important. It's my family. It's this. It's whatever the case may be. Be flexible. It will show that you care. It will show that you have empathy towards that employee. Hey, man, yep. Hey, I got a kid. I know what you're going through. Get out of here. Go take care of your kid. That's going to go a long way. So the last and final way, in my opinion, of how you can improve your employee retention is by creating a work environment that is fun. If you walk into the office every single day, nobody cracks a smile. Nobody tells a joke. Everyone's super serious. When the boss walks by, everybody straightens up. They're, they're, they're banging at their keyboards. Oh, 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 boss is coming. Oh, oh, oh. If you constantly feel like somebody's looking over your shoulder, what type of work environment do you feel like that's going to be? It's going to be terrible. They're going to want to leave. Man, I'm being micromanaged. I got somebody breathing down my neck, looking over my shoulder at everything that I do. I can't make a joke. I mean, listen, if you can't tell a fart joke at work, there's something wrong with your employer. It's just a fact. You have to laugh. You have to have fun. If you can't work with your employees and your associates and enjoy the process, you're, you have cancers throughout your entire business then. People will leave the minute they see a new opportunity. You have to be able to wake up excited to go to work every day. It goes full circle to what I started with. If you wake up on Friday and you're like, oh, thank goodness it's Friday. The weekend, I don't have to go to work. I hate this job. I hate my boss. Why are you there? And as a boss, that's your fault. As a company, as a CEO, as a business owner, that's your fault. Because you're not creating an environment that is healthy and fun for your employees. Now look, I'm not saying that you need to have a party every Friday, but do something for your employees. Maybe it's once a month. Maybe it's you have a big party at the end of the quarter to celebrate all the successes you've had, regardless if your numbers were up or down. Even if they're down, look for a positive of something that people did to celebrate. Okay, maybe your numbers were down, but you got more efficient. You save money by doing X, Y, and Z. But the fact of the matter is, you need to have an environment that is healthy, where employees feel appreciated, it's fun, 
everyone is working as a cohesive unit. Because once you get division and your employees don't feel like it's a fun environment where they can be themselves, if they feel that they have to, you know, tighten up the tie, brush off the suit jacket a little bit, you're always looking over your shoulder, that's not fun. That's not fun for anyone. And if you can't see that as a business owner, a boss, CEO, whatever the case may be, that's that's on you. That's that's on your leadership skills and abilities. So you need to take a good hard look at yourself and figure out why you're missing all of these cues. If people are talking amongst themselves, you know, around the cubicles in the office, and you're the boss and all of a sudden you walk into the room and everybody gets quiet, there's something wrong. You need to fix it. So those are the five things that I wanted to talk about of my opinion that you can do as a CEO, as a boss, as an entrepreneur, business owner, whatever, to retain your employees, improve your employee retention rates. Because if your business is a constant revolving door, word's going to get out. Hey, this company, they can't keep employees. Don't go work for them. Then you're going to find it damn near impossible to get somebody who's worth employing. So I hope you guys got some type of value out of that. Um, You know, I have tons of business content that I've been producing up on the website, wakefitness.com. If you're over there watching or listening to this right now, thank you. If not, head over to wakefitness.com. Tons of stuff over there. Interviews, blog posts, free content articles. Uh, you know, I have all my ebooks and audiobooks and everything over there for you to take advantage of. Almost everything that's on there is free. So check it out. Let us know your thoughts on social media at Wike Fitness, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, pretty much any social media platform that's out there. Engage with us. Uh, you know, Wake Fitness business page, we're over there as well. I have my own personal page, which, you know, I try and connect with people if I can. I really look for, we have to have some type of connections or friends that, that are in the industry in order for me to approve. Um, just cause you know, I do put some personal stuff out there. Nothing, nothing weird, but you know, family stuff, hanging out with family, doing this, doing that, you know, my day to day stuff. But I just appreciate you guys being here. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe Um, Down at the bottom, there's the little subscribe button. Hit that. If you want to hit the bell to get notified, cool. If not, cool. I just appreciate the support and the subscription. Uh, That way it just shows YouTube that, hey, you guys are getting value out of the stuff that I'm producing. So they just help organic reach, get it out there so that more people can see it. More people can benefit from it just like you. And it would mean the world to me if you would do that. If you're on iTunes, thank you so much or any other podcast platform. Um, if there's a way for you to review it, I know there is on iTunes, if it's on SoundCloud or, or what else, if you're able to put a review in there, it just helps people see it and then they go, oh wow, okay, this is this is something that I want to engage with. But with that being said, I hope you guys are having a fantastic day wherever you are and I hope you guys stick around and check out the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in.